How is everybody doing today? I hope everybody is having a fabulous day. I am having a kill. I'm just having a great day. Woke up feeling pretty good. I got some better sleep last night than I had gotten before, which is outstanding because I had been having uh, trouble for a couple of days in a row. And I always try to be mindful about that. Hang on one second. Let me get let me get the mood right here. Turn that up. Here we go. It's a little better. Crystal just got done teaching the class, which by the way, if you haven't joined our app already, I don't know what the fuck you're waiting for because you don't need to get a consultation at a radically discounted price and you don't need to join the coaching at a radically discounted price, but you could just join the app by the month and get pre-recorded in live coaching, training, stuff, well, not coaching, but live uh, classes. You can use the app. You can just you know, uh, work on your health journey that way. So there are some links right there for it. I do suggest that you get started. We are going to do an extensive Q&A today after we indeed talk about how TikTok is, in fact, horrible for fucking humanity. Um, we need to start living in the real world. I'm going to provide this for the for those of you that wish not to. For those of you that want to believe that you indeed can eat straight ass fucking garbage all goddamn day long. Uh, please feel free to keep doing so. We, we, we will miss you when you're gone because you will be dying early. You will not be around uh, to see me hit like my old age, even though many of you consider me old. Um, but that's just how it is. Um, we are going to say hi to everybody. Annabelle Lee. Because it's easier to ignore the problem than it is actually. Yes, exactly. How are you doing, Annabelle? Erica, how are you doing? Miss Izzy, even if obesity has no physical effect, your body that doesn't take away the effect being obese has on people's emotions and self-worth. Depression wouldn't go away. I hated myself when I was bigger. It's very, very hard to be uh, emotionally stable and morbidly obese. I mean, you, you at least have to accept that like you are negatively affecting your health. Like That is, I think, a huge problem with it. I know for me, that was a huge part of it where I was like, man, I'm, I'm doing this to myself, you know, like you realize that it's easier to blame other people. Of course, they're going to blame fat phobia and blah, 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 all the stupid shit. You know, how are you doing today? Cactus Patch, how are you doing? Yo, what's happening? Uh, Franklin or Frank Hill, Franklin, Nick, how are you? Frank, how are you? Jess, how are you? Angel, how are you? Mango, least interesting one in the world. Cookies, slash chicken, Chloe Green. By the way, this is where I, I posted these. Uh links up at you should go join the app what the fuck are you waiting for join the app or get coaching if you want a consultation you get a consultation with me or crystal please feel free to go at it venny how are you jack blackman mandy lee and then nutritionist study nutritionist studies say poor people's diets is causing them to die 15 years before the rich do uh, to diet solely that's sad it's also likely extremely untrue it's also extremely untrue it is the amount of food they are eating that is causing that. It's not their diet. It's still that they are allowing themselves. I get that there's much more highly palatable foods. I get that the, this is like saying that alcohol alcohol kills people differently. No, they die of alcoholism. They allow it to happen. So while I get, I, 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 the premise is interesting. It's not the diet. It's that the person is still eating that way. Because if you are poor and you have, say, say you have $100 a week. Okay. Shit. Let's just do, let, let's, you're super poor. You got a hundred dollars a month, right? $100 a month. Now you can either buy beans and rice and maybe even some ground meat and some multivitamin with that and live healthily or, or, or you could just buy the dollar menu every single fucking day for the month, which is better for you. It, it's still the quality. You should, for what you can afford, you should buy the most, most nutritious food. These pe it's not like these people are starving to death. It is like literally applying the same logical argument to people starving to death. People that can't get food, they, can't, they don't have enough money to purchase food or they cannot get the food, they die of starvation. For people to try to proclaim that somebody's economic level is why they are eating more calories than they need, flies in the face of the fact that they could always eat less of the calories they are ingesting. It is a cultural thing. Absolutely. We have made it so our poor people in America, our poor people in America have convenience. That's not, that's not poor. We, we have people that have less shit, but we live in a very privileged country, as well as England, Canada, other places. If there is an obesity problem in the country, it's privileged. It's not it's from privilege. It is not from poverty. If it is, the person that is in poverty 
could easily either save money or do better on their health by purchasing different food or eating less food. It's it's the worst argument there is. The absolute worst argument there is um, about this shit. Watching while uh, watch while your wife makes uh, watching while eating homemade butter beef. Oh, good, 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 delicious. All right, so let's go over the video. Hello to everybody that I missed. But uh, we are going to do this. We are going to go to this video. Here it is. Thought experiment. Imagine I... Here's a thought experiment for you. Told you that right now I could snap my fingers and instantly your lifelong health would be significantly improved. Okay. Fantasy. We're going we're, we're to operate in fantasy world. You'd feel less fatigued. You'd have fewer stomach aches. Your lower back pain would go away. So she's listing off all the things that happened from obesity, by the way. You'd never have another panic attack or another cavity and your resting heart rate, your blood pressure, your cholesterol would all always be in a healthy range. Fantasy world. See, for this world to be in any way realistic, you wouldn't be able to be fat. Oops, because again, reality exists. And change the shape of your body. Okay. Here, enough here's weight to meaningful catch. You also would instantly weigh more. Okay, but here's the thing, and, and here's here, here's here's the fun. We'll let her talk for a second because I, I I do not I just a pound or two, not just muscle mass. You would gain enough weight to meaningfully increase your percentage body fat and change the shape of your body. And okay, oh, you could never lose that weight, and you but you would weight. be definitively healthier. Okay, so here's the thing: if this would be, all of a sudden be reality biological and evolutionary process would have us looking more towards fat people then. Like if being fat was actually healthier for the person, we would biologically and evolutionarily be driven to find that attractive. You wouldn't be having to scream at people, I'm fat and sexy, goddammit. You wouldn't be having to yell at people that way. We wouldn't have to be like watching your fucking fifis constantly by telling you that, yo, you, like, you're still okay, you're just fat as fuck. We wouldn't have to be watching over you nonstop in this unrealistic world where you can actually be fat as fuck and healthy, fat as fuck. If fat as fuck was healthier than being lean and athletic, that's what people would find sexy. You understand that? Because attraction is not, it's it, attraction is literally about like the biological drive to procreate and advance the species. You know, while it's very fun, it is biologically driven in that way. That's why we find it fun. That's why it's that's why it's sought out so we can propagate the species, right? But if it was in fact that being fat was healthier than being thin, if that was the actual reality, if that was the case, that being thin was less healthy than being fat, we would view being fat as sexier because it is in fact a positive thing. The sad thing is though is you're making this argument that's easily destroyed by reality facts, data, and like common sense, but it's just fantasy because you can't say that being fat is healthier for you at all, whatsoever. Would you do it? Would you let me snap my fingers? Would you be with it? And I gotta be honest, if it meant longer with my wife, snap the fuck away. I don't give a fuck what I look like. I mean it, like snap the fuck away, especially if I would be, if in your fantasy world, if being fat was healthier, I'd want to be fat so I could spend more time with my wife because I love my wife. I just want you motherfuckers to be healthy. I do not give a shit if you find yourself fuckable or other people find you fuckable. I don't give a fuck. I just want to help people be healthy so they don't die and I don't feel like shit because I have the knowledge and willpower or not, I have the knowledge and understanding of this topic to help people not gorge themselves to death and, and, and I'm a real human being that has empathy and shit. And I don't want to see people glutton themselves into serious fucking illness and pain and early death. And, and, and it's what's best for our fucking country, society, and the goddamn planet. 
it's you it, it's people like this woman that are the actual bad guys you guys understand that right like uh, it's not the fucking bald dude that's saying please just try to get fucking healthy so they can't lock us down because you're fat please get healthy because i want you to be able to see your grandchildren oh my god so so much evil so evil i want to see your grandchildren i don't give a fuck if you find yourself fuckable i don't give a fuck if this woman passes by the mirror looks at herself and goes god who would ever fuck that i don't give a shit i don't give a shit if you also find yourself to be the most sexy creature alive if you are unhealthy and possibly going to burden our society at a very serious time when at any given fucking time our government could be like hey we're too fat let's lock down because if you don't think that they would do that you haven't not been paying attention for the last couple of years I could make an, a, a much larger argument for obesity being a national emergency than the fucking bad cold we just had for three fucking years. It mil, uh, 1.6 million people die a year from the chronic lifestyle-driven illnesses that obesity uh, uh, pushes to a great degree. 300 to 400,000 people a year die just from obesity. That is like 830 to over 1,000 people a day dying just from obesity. It adds massive societal burden to our healthcare system. Our healthcare system is anywhere from 50 to 75% predominantly burdened resource-wise and economically by obesity and lifestyle-driven chronic illnesses that could be avoided. Of course they would. If you think that they haven't thought about locking us down over this, you are in fact fucking stupid. Shit, fucking Fauci said at the beginning in 2020 that the reason why we couldn't just open up is because we had an obesity epidemic. He said it on camera. I have questions. Why didn't we fucking talk about that? He, they said it. They could easily, and I mean easily fucking do it again. They can easily say, well, we're too fat. It's clogging the healthcare system. We need to do everything we can. Here's this pharmaceutical medication that we're now going to mandate you to take because we've set the precedent that they can not only tell you what pharmaceuticals to take, that they can mandate that shit. They can coerce you into doing it. They can make it so you don't get a job unless you are thin. They could easily make it so you get paid less unless you're thin. They could do all of these fucking things. You folks are sitting here making excuses on why people should want to fuck you when you're fat. And I'm trying to save us from fucking slavery. You know, I mean, this, this is this people like this are just the weakest, most pathetic bullshit in their fucking fifis people alive. This woman is openly going to say like she's trying to make herself feel better about being a fat fuck. You are fat woman. Lose fucking weight. No, there, there is no snap because don't tell no trust on this. Conversely. To this woman, if I were to be able to tell you, you could snap your fingers, not have to diet, not feel hungry, and all of a sudden all the weight would be lost and you wouldn't have any loose skin, you'd do that shit today. You would do that shit today. You would have done it yesterday. You would pick to do it every motherfucking day of your whole motherfucking life. If I had something where I could just snap my fingers and you would all of a sudden be skinny, healthy, and no loose skin, you would fucking pay me millions of fucking dollars if you could. Trust on this. That's the fucking reality for this woman right here. This woman's, if if I, would you want to be fat? Would you dare be fat? Oh my God, because the looks and this and that. Who gives a fuck? Have you not been paying attention? Fat people are getting laid. It's happening. You know how I know? Because most everybody's fucking fat. And I don't think the people are going without sex, you stupid fuck. This is a non-problem made so this woman and people like her can feel better about themselves. Oh, you would hate to look like me. I would hate to look like you. As somebody that's been a fat fuck, I would hate to look like that person again. You know why? Because I know that would be unhealthy. If I could be 280 fucking pounds, squatting 600 fucking pounds almost every goddamn week, eating whatever the fuck I wanted, and it was all of a sudden fucking healthier, you don't think I would fucking do it? I don't give a fuck if I looked like a fucking stuffed sausage. I don't give a shit. I don't give a shit if I look like the dude that picked up the white envelope from the fucking, you know, from the gambling places at the end of the fucking week as I came up in my fucking jacket. I don't give a fuck if I would fucking do that. I would absolutely be a fat fuck if it meant spending more time with my wife and getting the fucking be able to eat more and getting able to fucking be stronger. Are you fucking kidding me? What the fuck is wrong with you, woman? The reality is it's unhealthy for you. You're right. I, because of reality, I don't want to be fat. I don't want to look like you. I don't want to have to fucking waddle when I walk. I don't want to have to fucking hold my breath as I tie my shoes. I don't want to get winded going up a flight of stairs. I don't want to have to like be like, oh my God, are we going to go for a whole fucking long ass walk today with my wife and hold my hand? I want to fucking go for the walk and I've got to worry about that shit. Of course I don't want to look like you. You're fat. 
that's did not like so reality is is here and there's a problem with this of course i don't want to look like you you're fat and i know being fat is unhealthy i don't want to be unhealthy so therefore i don't want to look like you there boom oh you fucking hurt jesus christ these fucking weak ass people willing to make that trade you don't have to answer you don't have to put your answer in the comments or out loud you might not even know your answer i know my answer if i could be if it was if it was healthier i don't give a fuck what i look like I'm married to the woman of my fucking dreams. I love this fucking woman forever. If she, if it made her healthier to be fat, I'd be fucking making all sorts of food all the goddamn time. I'd be fattening her up left and right. If it would get her to live longer and me to live longer with her, I'd eat all goddamn day. Absolutely. I'd eat all goddamn day. These people act like, you act like your life is fucking hard. So some people don't want to bang you because you look like a goddamn blimp. You get to eat all the fucking food you want. You get to fucking proclaim victim any chance you fucking get. You get to pretend the world's against you when, in fact, you are privileged as fuck. You are the most privileged people on the fucking planet. You are literally sitting there on a $1,000 fucking computer in your goddamn hand paying $40 or $50 or $100 a month, whatever it is, so you can fucking go online so you can then bitch about how people are going to fucking perceive you in this fantasy fucking world where you're indeed fat and healthy. Shut the fuck up, you lunatic. You're pathetic. This is pathetic. What the fuck? Wake the fuck up, people. This is pathetic. Yes, you're right. We don't want to look like you. You know why? It's unhealthy. Oh, no, I said it out loud. I don't want to look like I'm unhealthy. What the fuck? I mean, what the fuck is wrong with you? You know? Jesus. It's so ridiculous, just so fucking pathetic. But I'm willing to bet that for many of you, it's not a definite, yes, absolutely. My reason for posing this thought experiment is simply that- To look stupid. You, you, your reason for posting this thought experiment, even though you didn't realize it, was to look stupid as fuck. Because your response can easily be met with, if I could make you look the way you wanted to look, be thin and fucking healthy and no loose skin by doing this, you would fucking murder somebody probably to do it. You literally would fucking, because I know that it's so important to you because you're making this stupid ass motherfucking video. That's how, woman, that's how I know your fat ass is way more concerned about your appearance than your actual fucking health. Because if you think a real person, a real human being would be like, oh, well, I would choose to not be able to eat whatever I want and fucking not have to restrain myself and not fucking actually be an adult for a whole, for you know, ever again. And I could eat like fucking anything I wanted every single day and eat as many quantities as I want. I could literally face fuck myself with all the highly palatable ultra processed sugar items I fucking want. Oh my God, the, the horribleness and I'm going to be healthier too. Oh no, what the fuck? Shut the fuck up. You fucking pampered ass, pathetic ass human being. Just fucking pampered as fuck. You're pathetic as fuck. Lose some fucking weight. We, you're, what the fuck? We literally just came out of a three-year goddamn pandemic when they used the fucking health of the population, the level of the population of America, they used as a hinging factor, as a leverage factor to, in fact, close down everywhere. Do you know how many times pussy-ass, bitch-ass, punk-ass motherfuckers defending facial diapers or getting a fucking experimental therapy said to me, like, oh, my God, we've got so many immunocompromised people. That's why we all need to stay in. You stay in if you're afraid and fat and weak. I'm going to go do my fucking thing. That's another reason why I'm happy I lived in Florida, because I probably would have gotten arrested if I still lived in fucking Pittsburgh. What the fuck? We literally, literally just got out of three years of us rewriting all of society to protect mainly fat people. Because if you think that the average 78 to 80-year-old that has four serious comorbidities is not already pretty motherfucking isolated, you're stupid. If we would take nursing home deaths out of the deaths from the last three fucking years, it would look like it was barely a fucking blip on any motherfucking thing. It would look like it was barely, like th this is less deadly to, this, to healthy young people than the seasonal flu. It's not our fault that you have gluttoned yourself to the state of frailty of an old fucking person. We shouldn't close down at all. But instead, we did, and now you're going to bitch that you think you're not treated fairly by the fuck pool. You're like, you think you're not treated fairly by people wanting to bang you, you pathetic fucking entitled piece of shit. Holy fuck. Grappling with your answer of whether or not you would take this deal. I'm grappling with my answer about how stupid you are. Is a good way to help you tease out mentally whether or not your anti-fat bias is actually a concern for other people's health. Fuck you. You know what's a concern for my health? Your fat ass clogging up the healthcare system. That's a concern for my health. 
My concern is that people such as you are going to glutton yourself, continue to, because you don't see anything wrong with it. You're going to continue to glutton yourself more and more and more every single day into a state of more and more and more societal burden that we are all going to have to pay more and more and more in insurance premiums and in taxes to help afford your fucking gluttony. The illness that's, that is born from your actual gluttony, all of society helps pay for. Do you think that you know, out without insurance, a medication is $1,300 a month? And with insurance, it's $50 a month. Do you think that other $1,250 just fucking evaporated? You don't think that the fucking company's getting their money? Are you this stupid? Are you this entitled that you do not understand basic fucking economics? It is still getting purchased. The pharmaceutical company is still getting their money. The insurance company is just splitting the cost for you not to have to pay for all of it amongst all of the people that have insurance through that company. They're raising rates. Because you, in fact, are a fucking glutton and on medications that you could avoid if you didn't fucking glutton yourself. And here you are worried about whether you're going to get banged on Friday night because people might not find you attractive because you are a fucking glutton. Shut the fuck. These people need to, somebody needs to start being realistic with these people. Like, because they're not listening to me, clearly. So people need to start being realistic with these people. We closed the fucking world down. Like, if we weren't so fat and so sickly in 2020 and they told everybody to stay in because we might overload the healthcare system, if people stop, like, and not at one point in time did I think, like, wow, this cold might take me out. I need to fucking watch myself. Not one goddamn time. I was, I am healthier now than when I was then. I've lost like 40 pounds since then. I eat almost all whole foods. I quit fucking drinking. I quit smoking weed. I quit doing all sorts of shit. In the last couple of years, I'm healthier than I've ever motherfucking been, ever motherfucking been. I was not afraid then. I'm definitely not afraid of a cold now. I, I take all sorts of proper supplementation. I do all of these things. Why would I fucking be afraid? Why should it affect my life at all? If a new cold that's very, very, very hard on elderly people and fat people comes up, I should have to fucking wear, wear something on my face. I should have to do something. I can't go places. I can't fly. I can't do this. I've got to wear something on my face to protect your fucking weak, pathetic fucking sickly ass. No, I'm not doing it. I'm out. I'm, I'm just saying no. I'm, you, I, and start looking. I, I'm, I'm going to be ungovernable. Fuck that shit. If you motherfucker, we got fatter in three years. We got fatter in the last three fucking years when we closed down to protect immunocompromised people. That's how bullshit all of this was. If Mark and I would have been running the fucking healthcare for the United States in the last three years, we would have saved trillions of dollars and millions of lives by now. Trillions of dollars and millions of lives. Bet. Bet on that motherfucking shit. And anybody that wants to hear me, like, I should do a whole thing of how I would have laid it out from the very fucking beginning. As a matter of fact, maybe maybe me and Mark will get together and we'll talk about that. Maybe that's what we'll do as a special project. We'll outline what we would have fucking done differently. Because this is pathetic. For all of this shit to have happened, and then the people still fucking not have their, they have their eyes so far off the actual motherfucking ball. This woman is worried about whether people are going to find her pretty. You fucking, you're ugly because you're stupid. That, that's, why, that's why you're ugly. Because you're fucking dumb. Because you claim victimhood everywhere you go. Claiming victimhood is the ugliest fucking shit. Don't, don't you people, don't people find confidence, you know, attractive anymore? This is fucking pathetic. This is homely. This is ugly. This kind of weakness is actually ugly. I don't even understand how we've gotten to this point where we think that this is anything to, like we should not be applauding this fucking patheticness, this fucking weakness. Why the fuck are we even listening to these people? Who cares? Somebody hurt your feelings. Newsflash. The world sucks. I grew up in the 80s. Like my friends have said way more savage, horrible shit growing up to me than anybody has anybody else has ever said. And I love them for it. You people are just weak as fuck. Nobody wants to bang you because you're constantly bitching, probably. You're worried about being found attractive. You're not attractive because you complain a lot. That's why. No shit. Fucking ridiculous. Because while no one owes anyone else health, especially with our inaccessible and unaffordable healthcare system. You're the reason why it's inaccessible and unaffordable. You, people like you, people like you are the reason why it's unaccessible and why it is un unaffordable. People like you, this woman right here and people like her are the reason why our healthcare system is clogged as a motherfucker and unaccessible and massively fucking expensive. Massively. It is absolutely massively the reason. 
We spend four plus trillion dollars a year on shared healthcare burden. 90% of that is on chronic illness and mental illness. About 75 to 80% of all of that is avoidable by lifestyle change. Don't eat too much, drink too much, smoke too much. Here we are. 75% of the total healthcare burden on our healthcare system, on our system is in fact from people that lifestyle themselves into fucking illness like this woman. And that raises the rates on every on everything for everybody. You see, when we share the societal burden of healthcare costs, that it means that you motherfuckers and me all pay about the same. We all divvy up the cost to make sure that everybody, through our taxes and our insurance premiums, that everybody pays about the same and can afford their health care. I should like this person acts if you access your health care more because you are indeed fat, guess what? You are the reason why it is a burden, why it is burdened to the point where we are having a hard time affording it. You, people lifestyling themselves to the point where probably $3 trillion a year in shared healthcare costs and about 75% of all of our resource burden is from you fat fucks. So shut the fuck up. Jesus. People at scale still largely ignore reliable health markers and... Like being fat, like having a big fucking waistline, reliable health markers. Like, let's take this woman's waist to height ratio. Waist to height ratio is even more predictive than BMI. So if this woman has a waist to height ratio, oh, why don't we just like go look and see what we have here? How about we do this? Well, let's listen to, listen to her talk and then we'll go. Choose instead to problematize weight. Weight is problematic because gravity exists, you dumb fuck. Like, my goodness, like, you're fat. It is pulling you down harder on the earth. Your knees were only meant to carry so much weight. Your heart was only meant to pump so much blood. This is reality. This woman is still talking about this fantasy world where being fat is, in fact, not unhealthy for you. When being fat 100% of the time is, in fact, unhealthy for you. you. This is why this denial right here is why they literally, literally, Burden our healthcare. So I can't believe she even said that. I didn't hadn't watched that portion of the video where she was like, "Our healthcare system is burdened and too expensive." Yeah, because of you, because of you. Which is not a reliable health marker. It's not a reliable health marker. Yeah, it is. BMI is scary, predictably accurate, accurate for for population level health. I should be more pissed about BMI than her. That's for fucking sure. Because I guarantee you, she's not overly muscled. But if we just wanted to go by waist to height ratio, I can almost guarantee you that she's seen as severely obese in that too. You know, like it's a health marker. We're, she's trying to live in a fantasy world with this shit. And people at scale will often dismiss fat people who tell them, I am healthy. I because they're not. People at scale will dis dismiss fat people when they say that they're healthy because they're not. They're delusional. Like them, say, like a 300-pound person saying I'm healthy shows that the person is physically unhealthy and mentally unhealthy because they're delusional. Like that's the issue. Like it is you, – you can proclaim you're healthy all you want and be morbidly obese. You can say that stuff all you want. It just indicates that you're both physically and mentally ill. I mean that's – because you're fat. You are unhealthy. They're, I mean – it's reality. You could do something about it. It's the avoidance of doing something about it that's the actual problem. You realize that, right? I do have a good resting heart rate. I do have good cholesterol. I you do have extra weight that's crushing your knees. You do have extra weight that's crushing your uh, ankles and your lower back. And you do have a heart that was made to pump blood to about 100 pounds less of person. Those things you do have also. I have great bone density. I have no sign of diabetes. You are young, too. You have not, I mean, you are young. You are middle, like, I mean, you're actually middle-aged for your physical health. Like, this woman's not going to live to as long as I am right now. She's not going to see 50s. Like, if she's in her mid-20s and this fat, she should get her shit together because she's not going to see 60. There's some reality for you. Or heart disease. People do dismiss that. Their response is often one of complete disbelief because you couldn't be healthy. Look at you. Well, you're not. 100% of the time, you're not. Because look at you. It's reality. You are morbidly obese. You are not healthy. Like, I just watched you turn your head and there was skin that fucking moved. Like, 
I'm not being mean to you. This needs to be realistic. When you're talking about like, if I, if you, I could just snap my fingers and you would be healthier and you would live longer and all this stuff, but you'd be fat. Like that's a fantasy world. If I could snap my fingers and you would also be healthy, thin, and no stretch marks, no loose skin, her, not, not one thing makes me believe that hook her up to a lie detector or any of these fat acceptance people up to a lie detector, they do it right now. They would do it right now. So I encourage you to continue thinking about this thought experiment. And if you're interested, this isn't a thought experiment. This is, this is, this is not a thought experiment. This is a video made so this woman can feel better about herself and sanctimonious. Like she's running on the, she's running on the premise that certain things are true that aren't true. She's running on the premise that like, if I could make you healthier, would you take it? And then people are dismissed, dismissed because of, you know, they're fat. Like she got con convoluted mid fucking statement. She got convoluted by saying, like, if I could do this for you and you would just be bigger and still healthy, would you do it to I'm bigger and still healthy? It's not it's not true, though. That's the thing. Like, you're not fat and healthy. You're just fat and not sickly yet. Like, if anything else, your heart right now, this one's heart right there. It beat harder and with less time in between another beat than it would have if she was 100 pounds less. Does everybody understand that? Like this woman right here. She just had a heartbeat. That heartbeat was harder and it was less time in between the heartbeats before it and after it because she's fat and it needed to push more blood. Everybody gets that, right? Like reality exists. Biology does exist. No matter how many genders we create, biology and health exist as well as gravity and things like that. And this woman right here, has about a hundred extra pounds on her load-bearing joints than her body was designed to do. That is unhealthy. She's hurting herself with every step she takes. And she, you can look at her face. She is in a highly inflammatory state right now. She is puffed out. It's because of her being fat and likely what she's eating to keep her fat and likely make her fatter, which will shorten her life even more. But beyond the highly inflammatory nature that she is clearly in the throes of right now and her joints being inflamed, plus having extra weight on them, crushing down on her connective tissue in the bones, risking osteoarthritis and causing damage every step she takes. Her heart is also having to beat more frequently and harder with each beat to push blood and oxygen to all of that body. It is not healthy at all. It is not even an argument. These people are insane and for somebody to, like, she's so delusional she was going to complain about the healthcare system. That's because of fat people. It absolutely, factually, statistically, and provably is because of fat people. Get there faster. It's ridiculous. Absolutely full-on, out-and-out ridiculous. We're going uh, to do something else here, too. I'm going to... Take this out right now, and then I'm going to go right here. You know what? I'll just get to the q and I'm just going to talk to you motherfuckers. By the way, here you go. Check out our live deals, a 30-minute consult, three months worth of coaching at a massively discounted price, or just join the app and join the live class tonight. Crystal's teaching a suspension system training tonight. I literally just got done with suspension system training, uh, one of her classes tonight. It was amazing. Feeling really fucking good. Uh, really, really, really good. And she's teaching a class tonight. She has live classes tomorrow, too. So I'm going to scroll up here a little bit to people know uh, people with scales know that they are fat. No kidding. Eyeballs exist. It's like seeing a meteor falling from the sky and being told to ignore it. It's, you know, if people think for a second, like, that, that wasn't, like, delusional. You know, like I, uh, that woman was out and like that's full on delusion. Like everybody gets that, right? Like at no point in time should we consider this that to be like a healthy conversation she had. Like, I it's so so far beyond the pale of what is healthy for that woman. Like she's clearly mentally unstable. Like you can't you cannot think that being fat is healthy and then still claim that you're mentally healthy. I'm sorry. I just don't, I, I'm not buying it. I mean, to say that you can be healthy and fat means you, 
I worry about the person's mental health that says that. Doctors are not. I fucking absolutely do. Because I can prove it. It's not true. It is not good for your long-term health, therefore unhealthy, to be fat. Save your diet. Save, save all the blood tests, everything like that. Right now, if you're fat, right now, your heart just beat. Your heart beat harder and more frequently than it would need to if you weren't as fat. It's not an argument. Like, and add to that that most fat people have extremely poor cardiovascular health because they don't actually get any cardiovascular exercise. So it's even worse. If you are sedentary and fat, as that woman probably is, if you are sedentary and fat, it's even worse. Your heart is like, what the fuck is going on here? She probably has large visceral deposits in her belly that is choking out her organs. Unhealthy also. It is not healthy. Being like we need, that is the one thing we should do before anything else is to live in the real world. We have got to get rid of this notion that being fat is in any way healthy. Like it is just not, it is not good for your long-term health. The person is ill. I am not saying that it is a disease. I am saying that it is a lifestyle illness. That's a lifestyle, chronic lifestyle driven illness and choice. It is not a disease that needs to be ad nauseum treated with pharmaceuticals. You can get no morbidity. I fucking, we got, we made this for a reason to help people control their hunger, to build better lifestyle habits. It is safe and effective. There's not these huge long list of side effects as found on a lot of these prescription medications. This helps you to gain control of your hunger, gain control of your stress, and therefore gain control of your lifestyle habits. And while you're on it, build those habits up to then you can get to and stay at a healthy weight and get off of it. That's what it's aimed to do. Obesity uh, uh, dramatically increases the risk of high blood pressure, cancer, diabetes, basically every single health issue. Absolutely does. It absolutely does. Do one pull up, run one mile, right? Speaking as a fat person, delusion is real. I it that's delusional. How you doing? I uh, I can't imagine what it feels like. I was lucky enough not to have her broken or anything. Imagine it being three hundred pounds. That's the thing. Like I don't know. It's crazy. It's just crazy. I'm sure she has obese obese family members in their forties and fifties. She knows she doesn't want to be like them. It's sad to see them struggle and move to bend. Here is something that a lot of people don't think about when it comes to that. Because most people that are younger right now that are fat, they've been fat most of their lives. The people that they know that are in their 50s that are fat likely became fat as they were an adult, right? Like, just like people my age, most people my age did not get fat until they were in their 30s or older, right? And I'm going to be 52 this summer. Most of, the, most of them did not get fat until they were in their 30s. So if you've been fat for 20 years and you're 30 years old, you need to get on that shit because your heart has had to do a lot of extra work already in your very young life. And you might not make it, even though you might have a, a relative that's 50 years old and fat there. You've probably been as fat as long as they have been fat because people back then did not get fat until they were like in their thirties. Right. And that's when the food kind of changed on us a little bit too. It was 20, 30 years ago, 20, 40 years ago. So people got fatter and fatter and fatter. But most of these people, this young lady that we talked about already, grew up fat. So what she's seeing, if you are a fat person and you are seeing older relatives that are like 50 and 60 and they're fat and you see what they go through, that's going to happen earlier for you because you have been fat longer and more of your life and since when you were younger than them. And being fat as a child makes it so you are going to have a harder time being healthy as an adult and keep the weight off. So if you are fat as a young person, you should take that real, real, real seriously because the life you see a 50 or 60 year old fat person that you know living. And if you think that's not pleasant, that's coming much earlier for you, much, much earlier for you. This is sad. I lost 45 pounds and 50 more to go. Uh, I feel so much better. Wish we could uh, focus more on getting healthier and not TikTok ramblings. Me too. Absolutely. Uh, and if we could help you lose that last 50 pounds in our country too. My thought is, have you ever seen a dog that's abused in its past? It will lash out and lack social skills. Uh, same with the fat acceptance group. They have not, stop it. They are not abused. Fat people are not abused. That is ridiculous. It's a ridiculous thing. The only people that are abusing fat people are fat people, especially in society today especially in the last 10 years. The only people abusing fat people are fat people abusing themselves, especially in the last 10 years. 
It is that is out and out. No, absolutely not. They're not abused. They're privileged as fuck. To be fat at all in the world is privilege. You're one of the more privileged people on the planet. To have access to enough funds and enough calories to glutton yourself, especially funds, calories, and at the convenience of almost never cooking for yourself, that is privileged. Privilege, privilege. They're not abused. Fat people are not abused at all by themselves, if anything. But no, they're not abused. I'm not saying an individual isn't abused by their family member. An individual isn't abused by a loved one. Or an individual doesn't like, I'm not saying that. I'm not saying every single one of them. I'm saying as a category, fat people are not abused. They're enabled. We enable them to a great degree. And that and it, maybe that's the only way I can see it is that by us enabling them, they're abused. But they're not abused in society at all. In fact, they're the most privileged people fucking alive right now. In my opinion, of course. So there's a reason none of these people are making TikToks while moving. That's a very good point. Yesterday I had a 440-pound female patient in her 50s, couldn't get up, couldn't do anything for herself. Uh, five, 440 pounds as a female. I mean, she could have been like, some, so I know some women get immobile when they're 300 pounds. I mean, it's just a lot of weight. Like she's three times the size she should be. Like the, how, how does nobody step in? Like how, how does society not step in for something like that? That's the problem. Us viewing this is just like us not saying something to her when she hit 200 pounds is a fucking travesty. Society let that woman down. A 400 pound person Somebody should have taken it seriously at that by that point. Them, their family, somebody. It's 400 pounds. Like somebody should have taken it for, for women, women. If you hit if you're an average height woman and you hit 170 70 pounds, fix that shit. If you're 5'3, five, 5'3 three, five, three and a half is the average size woman and you hit 170 pounds, you need to fix some shit. I mean Fix it. If you're if you're a 200 pound dude, fix your shit. Most of you motherfuckers shouldn't be 200 pounds. You know you know who's 200 pounds right now? Mark. He's got like one percent body fat, and he's like 200 pounds. He's like five eight, five seven, something like that. I'm like five nine. I'm I'm probably like 13 percent 13 percent body fat somewhere around there. I fucking wear an extra large shirt. You know, I'm about 185 pounds. If you're a 200 pound male. You don't have the musculature to to do it most of the time. And if you do, if, if your waist to height ratio is good and you're a 200 pound male, rock on with that motherfucker. You're fucking gifted. Good for you. But if you're an average height male at five, nine and you're 200 pounds and your waist, your, uh, your waist is like fucking 40 inches. Fix that shit. What the fuck's wrong with you? Fat fuck. We need to fucking get there. Like we like people to be, to go to Walmart and see half these people, how big they are. Did nobody stop like us not stopping and saying you're fat, fix this. It, that's not caring. We have not cared about people in like 10 years. This is not this is not good for them. Like the abuse that's happening to fat people right now is them being societally gaslit in the thinking that they are okay. So they'll keep consuming food and they'll keep consuming pharma. That's how fat people are being abused. Fat people, fat people in America today are being abused. They're being abused by being gaslit into worse health outcomes than ever before. They're being gaslit to think that being 300, 400 pounds does not mean they're unhealthy. That there's a chance that being that big, that being morbidly obese is in fact not a death sentence. They're being gaslit into thinking that the problem is with how society is perceiving their fatness, not the fact that they are actually fat. Because the people that make money from them consuming large quantities of food, large quantities of clothing, large quantities of uh, even gas to move themselves and those products around, plus the people that help keep them alive through pharmaceutical medication and doctor's visits are making lots and lots and lots of money for them. And they pay for the advertisement to the television stations and the social media companies and they all donate to all your politicians that you love and know who then tell you to drink 11 servings of grain fat people are being abused by society right now because they are literally the cash cow that is being fleeced at this moment they are literally being put onto drugs that they have to stay on forever or not only will they regain weight but there is some early signs that they will regain even more weight because it causes them to get fatter faster 
if they go off of these uh, highly, you know, uh, highly expensive, high side effect profile drugs. There's plenty of evidence to show that if they stop, they just regain. They're going to keep these people on these medications for the entirety of the rest of their lives to keep 15 to 20 percent of body mass off. Like their weight loss is 15 percent of body mass in 72 weeks. And they're going to have to stay on a thousand dollar to thirteen hundred dollar medication for the rest of their lives while still gluttoning themselves with food nonstop and eating highly processed, highly palatable foods, trying to get it so they're not going to eat actually like produce and meats and stuff like that. Fat people, obese people are being abused in society by themselves and by the people that are making money off of them. The people that are keeping them fat and making them so delusional that they think being fat is in fact not bad for them. Those are the people that are abusing fat people in our society and it needs to stop. God damn. No kidding. I mean, holy shit, you know? What's sad is I'm seeing more and more 300-pound patients. Dead. Wait, just wait, just wait, because there's a bunch of people that likely hit 270, 300 pounds in this past year, and the the wave of type 2 diabetes, diabetes amputate, diabetic lower limb amputations, heart disease, coronary artery disease, cancers that are just going to skyrocket. It's insane. Like like the wave of death and illness that is coming is. Biblical. I've been saying this for years now. The, the, the actual wave of death and illness that is coming from everything we've done in these last couple of years and years before trying to pretend that being fat is okay is biblical. We just went through three years of a global pandemic where for some unforeseen reason, our public health officials did not in any way encourage people to try to lead healthier lifestyles. We literally told people to go inside, order DoorDash, and rewarded people with taking experimental gene therapies with donuts. Like, it is insane. The amount of death and illness that is coming in these next couple of years from side effects, from all sorts of stuff, from just straight up illness, from how much fatter we've gotten ourselves and children, the new cases of type 2 diabetes, the new cases of pre-diabetes, the new cases of cardiovascular disease, which seem to be happening a lot. The massive amount of excess death. We are sickly as people. We are sick as people. The wave of illness is not going to get better. It is going to get much, much, much worse as people treat themselves even more and more poorly. As we see the fallout of three years of complete inactivity from a lot of people and gaining 20, 30, 50, 60, 70 pounds for some people over the course of the last three years, the wave of illness that is coming needs to be taken incredibly seriously and some angry bald dude from YouTube should not be the one sounding the alarm that we as a population, especially in America, on a population level, we absolutely need to get as healthy as humanly possible, get properly hydrated, get proper sleep, eat a nutritious uh, uh, plan of food that includes whole meats, whole fishes, poultry, dairy, uh, vegetables and fruits and minimizes processed food, especially processed carbohydrates to five to maximum 10% of your total daily caloric intake, get daily healthy activity, daily good sleep, try to get your body weight to a controllable, healthy range, get off all medications you can, because what is about to happen in this next couple of years when it comes to death and illness and disease in our country is not sustainable. We are already spending $4 trillion a year as a people on our health care. That is going to skyrocket to like six or seven if we do not watch out. If insurance companies start paying for these weight loss drugs, insurance rates are going to skyrocket because that in itself, if we have 180 million people that are overweight or obese, and it's more than that, we're likely, and this is no kidding, we're likely at 270 million people that are overweight or obese in America. Like we're literally probably that high and we have over 50% obesity in America just by general observation. And if you look at like the statistics of what would have grown from 2018, including the great fattening of 2020, we're probably over 50% obesity too. You don't think that these pharmaceutical companies that are now trying to paint it so that we think that obesity is a genetic disease that needs treatment, that the person has no choice over and it's not even like their willpower has nothing to do with it. They need these drugs. You don't think that there's going to be millions, tens of millions of prescriptions written for these drugs if they get paid for by insurance 
like tens of millions. If 50 million of these fat people, of the 270, 280 million fat people in America, if 50 million of it are put on some type of medication like this or some sort of treatment like this that is then paid for through insurance, it could add a trillion dollars onto our healthcare burden, just those drugs in a year. $1 trillion could be added onto uh, our burden in a year just from those drugs. Has nobody thought of this? Like, why is the this angry bald man, why, why am I pointing out public health disasters that have happened? You know, I highlighted what was going to happen, happened. I'm highlighting what is about to happen. People should pay attention to this. Have a little forethought. Look how unhealthy we were and how unhealthy, more unhealthy we've gotten how there's no, literally no public health official trying to say, hey, maybe we should try to be, live a little healthier. There's none of that at all. And then think about how sick we've been and how sick we're likely going to be. Like ask yourself seriously, as you look around in the general population, do people look healthier than they did three years ago or much less healthy? Do they look healthier or much less healthy? Now, if they look much less healthy now, think about the amount of disease we had, chronic illness, disease, everything like that, from lifestyle-driven illnesses and how people looked in 2019. Now imagine how much we're going to have now. It's a problem. It is an absolute problem. I'm scrolling down to the bottom. I'm going to answer a few questions, and I'm out. So, The lifeguards at the pool where my kids do le swim lessons are all super overweight and obese. I always think about how they could possibly do CPR if necessary. That is uh, strenuous work. They, they wouldn't last long doing CPR. Uh, uh, no morbidity helps you sleep amazingly. That is awesome. Thank you very much. We are out of stock right now at Ambrosia Collective, but we do have it at TigerFitness.com right now and at Vitamin Shop and there's going to be many other places. We're about to fucking blow the world up with this shit. Um, have you read any studies or, or know anyone who is using olive oil, whoop, using olive oil to uh, lead to, to lower blood pressure? I've seen some data about it. I do think that like people, like like depending on one particular thing like that, kind of the study was done in a vacuum. So there was other all, all sorts of other things along with it too. So just keep that in mind. What fishes do you recommend? I eat salmon, tuna, uh, uh, white fish. So not a huge salmon fan. I love tuna. God, fresh fresh tuna, tuna sashimi even. Woo. Funny how the population health has declined since we introduced socialized health care. Funny, right? Because they want you sick. Because they, they fleece you for money. This is all a Ponzi scheme. Uh, is no morbidity available for shipping in the EU? It absolutely is. And it is at Tiger Fitness right now. And I'm going to give you the link to go to and order it. It is at Tiger Fitness. And they will ship to the European Union. There it is. Boom. And uh, let me see here. All right. So, guys, I'll be back tomorrow. I'm not exactly sure what time. Let me ask your last bit of questions, please, and thank you. And, oh, you're very welcome. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. Me and Mark are in the midst of talking about a few other uh, products, too. So I thank you very much. Please do show support. Hell, yeah. If you are in the... Uh, Lebanon, Lebanon, Ohio area, which is a little north of Cincinnati here on the 2nd of March. Mark and I will be at the Tiger Fitness Gym. It is a free event. There will be all sorts of food and stuff like that there. Uh, I'll be doing live Q&A. Uh, I'm probably going to grab a, a workout by myself. I'm not, I don't like working out in front of a lot of people, but I'll work out with people as, as they're there. But my workout's going to be my own because I don't even, I, I work out with Crystal. That's it. Me and Mark barely even work out together. But I hope everybody has a great day. I might have another video here a little bit later. I'm not exactly sure. Um, will you go over Beatrice's recent video discussing psych meds and health? Pretty concerning for many, uh, many young people in her same situation. I will go over it. I don't think she should necessarily be giving advice on pharmaceutical stuff. Neither should I. But uh, I will go over it, though. Leslie Gonzalez. Thank you very much. I'll take a look at it today. I appreciate you. Is no morbidity safe for pregnant women? There is nothing to say that it is not safe for pregnant women. I do, however, suggest that if you are pregnant, trying to get pregnant, or breastfeeding, not to take no morbidity. Because I worry that just because it's not proven not safe, that it's not proven safe. The study has not been done to show that it is perfectly safe and effective for women and their babies should they be pregnant and breastfeeding. And I am just, because of that, since the studies have not been done on any of the ingredients, I'm just going to say don't do it if you're pregnant or breastfeeding. Um, I don't, 
I don't particularly, you know, I mean, I obviously like, and thank you for asking. I'm not, I did, my frustration is not with you, but I just want to understand, like, here's the thing. I'm in a supplement business and I sell coaching and I sell books you know, based off of my knowledge and um, what Crystal and I have put together. And we run an app for people to get going. This is a business. This is what we do for a living. This is how I can sit here seven days a week and go live with you guys, plus other videos, plus coach a hundred and some people and uh, then physically take care of myself. This is how we pay the bills. So I am, of course, I am going to encourage each and every one of you Get our app, support our businesses, do what we can do. Absolutely, I want to make money. My job as a, you know as you know a member of this family is also to help provide for this family. Like while I have, you know, I I try to do it in a way. I'm I'm very lucky that I get to do it in a way that helps people. But I want you to buy my products. I want you to you know get on our app and ch join the Hunger Management Support Group, or get our coaching, or even get a consultation, and which would give you our app also. And I also want you to buy our products. No morbidity. Uh, no morbidity goes great with embers. As a matter of fact, oops, as a matter of fact, this today, this is what I took right before I got on here, which is another reason why I had so much fucking energy. This kind of weaponizes my ADHD. So, you know, I'm a bit, I am a member of the Ambrosia Collective. You know, we, we are partners with them with no morbidity and another one coming up soon. And there might be a few other things coming up uh, relatively soon, but and I'm a businessman and I want to make money for myself and me and for Crystal. And I want to, I want us, I want us to do well. And I want us to make sure that we are able to retire in like, you know, five or six years. That would be nice to retire. And I'll probably retire and still write books and do other shit, but I want to do, I don't want to be tied into the day to day of coaching necessarily and everything like that. So five or six years done with coaching, still writing books, still having a lot to do with this type of thing. Right. But I would never want anybody to buy this if I'm not totally sure it's healthy for them. Like, I want to make money doing this, but I am not going to bullshit people and just sell to anybody. I have told many people, many people have, got, have, have gotten coaching from us, and we have said maybe your money is better well spent getting actual counseling, an actual therapist, right? Many times people, people have reached out to me and have said, you know, I, I, I want to be on no morbidity, but I have really, really, really hard sugar cravings. Is it going to help me? Well, it can help because you're, you're in a state of diminished hunger completely. However, it does not stop those kind of cravings. So while it would make it so you're less hungry while you have that kind of craving, you're still going to have that kind of craving. However, we are coming up with a product that helps mitigate that, if not eliminate the actual you know, sugar rush, basically, the, the glycemic response, the insulin, the insulin response, where our next su supplement is going to help with that. I'm going to be honest with people. I'm going to tell them what's good for them. I'm going to say, listen, if you're pregnant, don't take in this supplement. You can wait, right? I mean, you can you can wait. I, I'm much more concerned about making sure that you and your baby are safe. I have no idea if it's safe or not for you being pregnant. There's nothing about it that says it wouldn't be safe if you're pregnant or breastfeeding. Nothing about it says it wouldn't be safe. However, I don't know. So I'm going to say, no, don't do it. Since I don't know for 100% sure, I'm going to say, please don't do it, okay? Uh, and that's how it's going to be. And, you know, that's the way Mark is. That's the way Crystal is. That's the way we are over on our side of the fence. If it doesn't help you, I don't want you to get it. I want to make products. I want to make methods. I want to have the app. I want to do things that help people. If I, I want to make money from helping people. I don't want to just make money. I mean, I want to make money, but I wanted to make money helping people. I don't want to just make money. Does that make sense, right? All right, guys. And I got your uh, I got your book and no more video last week. That's outstanding. Mental Jewels is one of the best supplements ever. It is unbelievable. It is like this, and I'm not shitting this along with this. I am not eating today. I am not hungry at all. I took a half of this when I first woke up and two of these. Then right before my workout, which was right before this, I took another half of this. And two more of these as pre-workout. And now I'm sitting here. I worked out. I came in here, sat down, turned this on, and fucking focused. Like, I am late, like laser focused. It is literally a weaponization of my ADHD is those two things together. It is amazing. Here in a little bit, for those of you that are wondering, I'll be taking no morbidity uh, probably at about 3.30 when I have some chili. Um, and that's probably all I'm going to eat today. So that's, that's probably it. I might have I might have some ground meat. 
because I have some ground meat I need to eat up. So I might have that, that chili. We have some pork. I might have, I, I, I'll either have the ground meat or pork that I need to use, but we have chili for tonight is the hot meal. I'm not hungry. I've got about, this is, uh, ending this will be my second, the end of my second gallon of water. I'll probably have another gallon today, just to be honest. Just, I'm going to fucking flush my system out. I feel amazing. I'm going to have nectar later. And I'll probably, like I said, I'll probably have some chili. And then, and I'll be checking in on the Hunger Management Support Group, if you remember that group. I'll have some chili. And uh, I will uh, have some chili. And then a little later, I'll probably have some pork or some ground meat. Or I might have, I'm going to make up some plantar proteins today, too. So I might have that, so. This may be silly, but my New Year's resolution was to do one push-up, and I finally did it yesterday, and now my goal is five. Boom! That's fucking amazing. That's how you do that shit. Break it down. Do you ship internationally? Yes, we do. You can get that from uh, uh, Tiger Fitness does ship internationally. So you can get it from there. I just shared the links just now. Oh, no, I shared. Sorry, I shared my coaching link and everything like that, which I strongly, again, suggest that you absolutely uh, get our coaching or our app or Something like that. Support a motherfucker. Support a motherfucker. Come on. Um, I'm just kidding. Thank you all for what you do. We appreciate you. Um, but let me get that actual. Here. This is, again, this is the link for No Morbidity at Tiger Fitness and Ember at Tiger Fitness and Nutrient Driver. Go to it. It's amazing. I find that Ember gives me the jitters while simultaneously make, making me sleepy. Uh, it's like revs my heart rate up. See, it doesn't rev my heart rate up at all. It just... Have you tried taking a half of one? Take a half of one. Try that. So, I appreciate your honesty. I didn't know you had a book. I'll have to get it. I have two books. Uh, uh, one is Fuck Being Fat, and one is – and they're both in the comments section down below. Like, they're both in – you can find them in the description box down below. And when you get the book, uh, Sarah, it gives you the app for a month. You get live pre-recorded yoga, hits on training classes. You're, you're involved in Hunger Management Support Group. That's where I keep track of my food and my uh, my activity. I am really about to crank it up. I got a workout in the day. I'm probably gonna get a second one in. Um, this time of year, the like Feb like re February really cranks shit up for me. So February until basically October uh, is normally uh, seven days a week, uh, like normally like ten workouts a week uh, type thing. And I am going to be on super uh, not super low calories, but I'm going to be it's mostly protein, healthy fat. And any carbs I eat are probably just going to be straight veggies. I'm probably probably only do like actual carbohydrates once a week, uh, and that's because I'm just changing some stuff up. I am also, uh, I, I I showed you those two things. I'm going to be starting product two again here in the next couple of days. I wanted to see like I what I do is I test these things on myself, so I use it and then I go off of it for a little while, see what it does, see, see how it affects me, and then I use it again. I've got very good habits built up, so my hunger doesn't spike very much at all. But I do notice a difference in hunger, and I do notice a lot more sugar cravings, especially when I'm out. Product 2 is going to do a real good job of helping people like be able to avoid that all of a sudden sugar craving because it can, helps control your glycemic response. And while you may think, like, mm, that might taste good, your body's not going to go through the normal insulin and rush and sugar thing. Like People can even see sweet stuff. And it causes them to be hungrier because of how their mind works and the, and the actual hormonal reaction it has in their body. And this is going to help avoid that. This is going to help with cravings and it's going to help so much. It really is. Have they tweaked the mental jewels formula in my bottles black and gold? No, they put it in new bottles. They haven't tweaked the formula. They just put it in new bottles. And I, because I'm, I don't buy my supplements. They, they send them to me. So this, they send me the old ones. They asked if I could, they could. I said, I said yes. But great question. What is the age recommendation for Nomo? I'm just going to say 18 and up. Like, I mean, I, it is, I'm going to say 18 and up just because I don't want to say anything younger than that. So that's great that you drink so much water. I've been trying to increase my water intake, try to get 75% of it during the day, set a habit like of having it in your refrigerator waiting for you first thing in the morning. So set a habit of doing that and then uh, go from there. And thank you for everything you do. Help for information. Thank you very much. Thank you, my work. And Julia says, I'm fat. Well, there's tons of resources that you could use on this channel to unfatten yourself. Um, if you are fat, you are indeed unhealthy. You should work on that. And again, you can check out uh, the links I posted up here a little bit earlier or the links in the description box, excuse me, hiccups, that do list out my coaching and the books and no morbidity and those sorts of things. So uh, Julia, I encourage you to join us tomorrow and you could try to, uh, 
Help yourself. Unfatten yourself. Have a great day. Wait, uh, one more. Do you think there are better fruits to choose from just based off of sugar? Well, I mean, I, I think that people should understand exactly how, how these things affect them. Like I can eat an orange and it doesn't make me nearly as hungry as a very, very ripe banana because they're very different. There's a little bit more fiber in an orange. And also uh, the sugar content of the orange is actually less than the sugar content of a very ripe banana. So there are some fruits that are better than some fruits that, that, that are worse. I do suggest for anybody, you, anybody, um, as you eat, like, like test the differences, like eat a banana, wait like two hours or an hour and see how hungry you are. Um, under the same conditions as you ate the banana, the next day, eat uh, like an orange and see how hungry you are two hours later. And then keep mental track of that stuff. So anyway, I hope everybody has a great day. I'll be releasing another video later. I'm not sure when I'm going to go live tomorrow. Friday, I'll probably be noon and probably going to be uh, with the, the, the Body Honesty Project. Uh, Lydia from the Body Honesty Project is probably going to be joining me live at noon. So I hope everybody has a great day. We'll talk soon. Goddamn.